Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. This is the place where you'll find real conversations with real sales leaders about how you can leverage sales technology to get ahead of the pack. Improve your sales numbers by taking advantage of emerging technology before your competitors get there first. They'll share everything from the trends they're seeing in the marketplace to actionable strategies that you can use to make more sales today. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen. On. Here's your host, Morgan Williams. Welcome to the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. I am your host, Morgan Williams, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Arex Nalbanyan. Arex is the Director of Digital Marketing at TinWeb. TinWeb is a unique 10-component platform for WordPress websites that offers managed hosting on Google Cloud, a website builder on top of Elementor, 50-plus premium plugins, security, backup, and image optimizer, SEO, performance, analytics, and customer care. Being the Director of Digital Marketing at TinWeb, she works with the company's clients, i.e. freelance developers and web or marketing agencies on a daily basis. Through frequent and in-depth conversations, she gets firsthand knowledge of their issues and helps them accelerate their business growth. Eric, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Uh, hi, Morgan. Pleasure being here. Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing well, too. Awesome. I would love to hear about your background and how it's led to what you're doing now over at TinWeb. Sure. Uh, so I basically started uh, in digital marketing about eight years ago. I started with social media marketing, then moved to SEO, and then I've done like email marketing and probably I've done everything in digital marketing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I worked with um, in different digital marketing agencies, worked with different clients all around the world and different types of clients, both. Uh, B2C and B2B and I'm mainly focused on SEO for about 3-4 years uh, because I like that's my favorite part of digital marketing uh, because it can uh, drive a lot of like um, revenue to the to a client for a long time and basically then uh, because of SEO that I was working with uh, search engine optimization part and I was working with WordPress website uh, then uh, when I was considering to moving to my workplaces I was very happy to join TenWeb because uh, it was an exceptional product in the WordPress market. Awesome awesome I want to touch on something you mentioned there. You say your favorite part of digital marketing that you worked on is SEO because it can drive really long-term revenue. Um, The market you have most experience with, right? What do you see some big SEO issues that aren't being solved or or what are some big problems with SEO, some like fundamental building blocks that people miss or skip when it comes to their websites? 
yeah, you know, uh, usually when it comes to the website, it can be different like issues. As we know that SEO has both on-site and off-site part. When it comes to the website, it's mainly that I see that people still don't uh, have enough content on their website, enough well-structured content, as well as they have very slow website. On the side of the like offsite SEO, uh, there's usually the problems that people are still doing the generic link building, but they are not focusing that SEO is uh, the offsite part of SEO is moving towards more uh, personal branding and PR. So they should focus on that as well. Okay. I'm curious about that second part, moving away from link building more to personal branding and PR. When it comes to personal branding and PR, how can people take advantage of that? What are some best practices that they can do to make sure they're doing the right offsite SEO with personal branding and PR? Uh, sure. Uh, you know, you if we take, for example, one uh, some of the leading like companies in the market nowadays, if you take a look at their like uh, uh, C-level uh, executives, they are usually very, for example, very active on LinkedIn. They have their own podcast. They are usually guest writing for different top magazines. And because of this, it's more authentic rather than just writing, for example, a guest post and giving it to um, a website to publish it. Like this, you are building a personal brand around the company and especially in the B2B market, people uh, buy from people rather than like the company name. So this is why they should focus on uh, building their personal brand through LinkedIn is a great place to do that. And uh, doing a podcast, uh, being a guest at different podcasts, being like a guest writer on different magazines, giving interviews to different magazines. Uh, that's very important nowadays. Gotcha. So on-site, making sure that your website is loading fast and that you have your content organized in a way that can be easily found and consumed. And off-site, you are making sure that you're not just trying to fetch links or trying to grab links from a bunch of websites, but you're actually doing a lot to kind of make that human touch, that human connection and brand yourself or get PR on different websites, like you mentioned, on different social media platforms like LinkedIn and even through different media channels like podcasts and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. Awesome. That's great. Great tips. I'm curious to know, you know, what other trends are you seeing in either the marketing and sales technology space? Uh, probably my one of my favorite trends is that from the content side, you need to be as clear as possible. And there was time in the market that people are, were writing like beautiful copies, but nowadays you need to be direct. You don't uh, need to like uh, write down a lot of beautiful words just to have like a beautiful copy. You'd better talk the way your client talks and just uh, deliver the straight message to them. Um, nowadays people are very busy and the easier your copy is the more understandable your copy is for your client the better it will be received okay awesome so when you're referring to like just being as clear as possible whether on your website or off your website right yeah what would be a bad example of this like um let's take a hypothetical website and what would that kind of look like that would be a bad example of, of not being clear uh, not being clear for example if well let's say you're uh, selling 
a phone accessory or you're in the B2B market, let's say you're selling a chatbot, for example. There are a okay. lot of chatbot companies in the market right now. For example, they can say that um, they can have like a long content explaining why they need a chatbot, why they should have it. And uh, imagine the first screen with a lot of content and not telling what's their main value, what they are going to get. Uh, that's very important. Uh, in the other hand, we can... Um, uh, for example, if, if it's a chatbot, we can say, for example, uh, we are providing like a super customized chatbots, uh, something that is in the pain point of your customer. And it's very direct without writing like three, four sentences, just in one sentence to have something that will catch attention and will give a clear understanding what's your product selling. Okay. So it really comes down to being clear with your messaging and focusing on the pain point that you are solving, right? So like you mentioned, a bad example would be um, just saying like, just having random articles about chatbots, like five reasons why you should have a chatbot or, you know, 10 reasons why restaurants need chatbots. Is that right? For the blog post, but on like on the main message on the Post, you need to grab attention with a short, like direct message that will um, catch an eye and will uh, give an exact value of your product. Gotcha. Okay. So on the kind of main static pages, you need to be as clear as possible. So like on that home page, on that about page, you need to be clear about who you serve, how you serve them, you know, what yeah. value you provide. Yeah. And what they will get from your company, your product. Okay. Very cool. I like that. I'd like to know any other trends in the sales and marketing space that you kind of have your eye on. I think that basically whatever you do, you need to keep in mind to, especially when you're in a B2B market, you need to keep in mind that the goal of any business is to get more revenue uh, and uh, to uh, do it quick as quick as possible. So any product you build, it, it always starts with a product you can't market like a very bad product it always starts with a great product you need to keep in mind that when you build a product uh, it must make like um, the uh, other companies or your clients uh, life more easy and uh, must fasten their daily tasks if we take for example some great companies they always uh, like cover this that they are uh, helping uh, their clients to get their daily tasks more faster. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So starting with that product and making sure it's so valuable to the end user and when you're messaging, focusing on the pain point. Is that right? Yeah. Basically providing a product that uh, makes uh, your client's life easier and explaining them clearly why it makes their life easier. Okay. Really not just focusing on the pain point, but explaining how your product fills that gap and the result that they will get from it. Yeah. Uh, you, you should always like uh, mention the pain point that you are solving, but you should always explain them how you are doing that. Okay. Not just what you do, but how you do it. Yeah. Okay. Great. The what and the how. Very good. I know that website speed is something important for you know, all website owners, but definitely B2B companies, right? Because, you know, their deal values are larger, right? What are some things to keep in mind about website speed for for these B2B companies? Yeah, website speed is a crucial component uh, that uh, 
businesses should take a, a look at because they are doing like different marketing activities uh, and sales activities to sell their product. And uh, if we return to the SEO point of view, if their website is slow, they are, have almost no chance to rank on the first page of uh, search engines on Google. So they won't get any organic traffic. Therefore, they won't get any revenue. Uh, there are even uh, some statistics that show that uh, even uh, like uh, if your website loads uh, longer than three seconds you lose about 47 percent of your customers Uh, so that's a huge number so you need to focus that your website is working very quickly and a client sees uh, what they're looking for like in uh, seconds okay yeah so making sure that you can load as fast as possible and what are some things that kind of bog down page speed or page load time Usually it can be bad hosting, a hosting with a data center that's very far from t- your target audience location. It can be a very large and not optimized images, and it can be the, in the code. You need to minify JavaScript and make different adjustments to fasten your website. If you okay. do want to test uh, on Google PageSpeed Insights, for example, it gives you like a, a very detailed like tips on what's wrong with your website and what you should fix. Okay, got it. Using Google Page Speed Insights to really just run that diagnostic of your website and figure out what you can fix and how to do it. Yeah, exactly. All right, perfect. I'm also curious, just on the B2B side, you know, we talked about content and you know, positioning. We talked about website speed. We talked about the product side as well. What are some other things, you know, website-wise that people should keep in mind or B2B companies should keep in mind if they want to, you know, sell more of their products and services? Sure. I think it's no no brainer that their website should be very user intuitive again because people, people don't have time now. Also, we talked like briefly as an example about chatbots. I think it's an, a great way to generate sales, for example, to see when uh, your customers are confused and just pop a chatbot that will uh, talk with them and understand what's the reason and try to generate as many leads with uh, the different like uh free products as as much as possible. So then the sales team can convert them into paying customers. Okay, great. You mentioned some really good things there. Making the website more intuitive. So when people are focusing on making their website more intuitive, you mentioned, right, chatbots, adding that conversational element there, as well as a free product. Any other kind of uh, high level areas there that people should keep in mind? Probably uh, it's uh, not to like to have the content people are looking for, for, but also at the same time not clutter the content with like different aims. I've seen in many websites like uh, on the one page they have like different CTAs for um, different like services they provide, for example, and it's always annoying and uh, always just the, the user can't get like a clear understanding where they should go next from your landing page. Okay, gotcha. So you're saying kind of making sure that you lead people to one next action always? Yeah. Okay. So one landing page should have one um, action, one goal, uh, not like three, four, uh, so the user will get confused. Okay, awesome. So depending on which path the user takes, um, 
which part of their website you're reading, you should have one CTA for that part that they can go down. Yeah. Okay. Generating leads with a free product. I'm interested to know of like some examples that you've seen of that perform really well when it comes to creating something free that generates leads. Yeah, a lot of companies do that. Uh, we have like a perfect example of HubSpot that they uh, generated a lot of leads through their website. The scraper that was uh, scraping the websites of users and uh, getting them like inside what's uh, wrong with their website. It was one of the their biggest like ways of success. We at Tenweb use that as well. We have different uh, free products uh, that we provide free services like. Um, backup, image optimization, analytics, performance, they are all free and uh, users can uh, use them even there if their website are not hosted on Tenweb. Okay, cool. So it's, it's like both those are useful. So you're mentioning something that I'm trying to pull out kind of what those share in common. It looks like it's useful and the prospect can get an immediate value from it, right? Yeah. Usually the competitors in the market, uh, both in our case and HubSpot's case, they uh, usually ask for a lot of money for that. And in this case, we have uh, like a free, uh, the advantage of being a free product. Okay. So another one would be, you know, making sure that you have some sort of differentiator, some sort of advantage over, over the competition. Yeah, for sure. What other kind of free products, free lead generators have you seen? successful be successful apart from tools tools that people can use immediately is there anything else that you see that provides value sure uh, a lot of companies use it and still working a lot of people use ebooks i'm personally more in favor for webinars uh, it works way better because you're providing a, like a video content that people are nowadays more interesting into listening and watching rather than reading unfortunately and uh, this is why i prefer webinars you can uh, do a webinar in your field and try to attract a free webinar and try to attract people uh, through that webinar get leads and then convert them into customers okay nice have there been any webinars specifically that you have seen that are very effective just trying to get an idea on content different hooks that people use that make um, if you have any examples that make like a solid webinar topic yeah uh, it depends like what field you are in it uh, for example there are like a lot of marketing webinars that are happening and uh, people like uh, during the webinar they are uh, telling about the recent updates they're telling about their tips and they can for example give a discount at the end or uh, then just start selling their product through email marketing later okay okay so it, it really depends on your market and what they are hungry for, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, very good, very good. I want to spend some time here to talk about Tenweb, the company, your company, and who you really help, how you help them, and kind of the value that you can provide to your users. So as you mentioned in the beginning, our main customers are freelance developers and web uh, marketing agencies. We've been in the market for a while now and we've, uh, uh, we've been working in WordPress for a while now. And 
our main uh, goal has always been to listen to that what's the community talking about what they are complaining about and uh, giving the solution to their issues that they are facing and uh, we noticed two main issues that they are facing one of them was the website speed that they were complaining that their website is working very slow and they are not getting revenue because of that. And the next thing was that they were they had to deal with different support teams and they because they had to get their hosting, their theme, their plugins from different companies. And they sometimes those three components were not well combined together and it was harming the security of their website and they had to deal with different support teams and it was very annoying for them. This is why we decided to create TemWeb, uh, that's a unique platform where you can uh, build, host, and manage your website. And also, all of the websites hosted at TemWeb automatically get Google PageSpeed score of 95+. plus. So all the websites at TemWeb work super fast, and uh, the developers and the agencies can build their clients' website super fast and provide their clients super high-quality websites, and they can... Uh, cover more clients uh, in for example in a month or uh, rather than they will do without TemWeb. Gotcha. So what your company has done is taken just a bunch of these tools and services that people need to run websites effectively and have essentially packaged them into one and so people your customers right developers or marketing agency owners can deploy them on their own site or on clients' websites to save them time, right? So they can spend it on things that are truly going to move the needle for their business. Uh, yeah, basically we provide an all-in-one solution that also provides a super high-quality websites with uh, super high speed. And in this case, uh, our clients uh, can focus on building their business rather than spending a lot of time on optimizing a website for a client, one website. Okay, gotcha. What are some ways that you know your client, that you've seen your clients use your product effectively or just like what's some interesting things that you've seen them do? Basically, I always like to keep in touch with our clients and uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, it's called WordPress Family by Tembeb. And uh, in the group, I constantly talk with our customers. And for one of the customers just a couple of days ago, we have an option that you can easily just move your website from different hosting to Tembeb and just uh, speed up your website immediately. One of our clients, customers that already had a website built on TemWeb, they um, he migrated his website from other hosting to TemWeb hosting and his website went from like a Google PageSpeed score of 46 or something like that to 98. Uh, so it was a great wow. improvement and they were very impressed and they decided to move all of their website to TemWeb. So that was very nice thing to see that people like use it and find useful and you'll see the immediate results okay very cool have you seen your clients some a handful of clients or anyone use your product in a way that you didn't expect or something interesting that you saw I see a lot of interesting things because like they are very different people from like US and Western Europe and uh, I've seen different websites build. Uh, the most interesting thing was like sometimes a client that manages like one, two websites can in a day decide to manage like 
50 websites uh, and that's interesting as well or they can just build a website we always listen to what the customers are asking for us and for example they were uh, asking for website cloning that's a new feature that's uh, coming to our product that was very interesting for me as well that if they are building one website they can automatically clone that website and build another website just like that so that was a very interesting request from our customers as well that we realized okay so your customers have requested that some sort yeah. of website corner yeah okay they- requested website we get a lot of requests from customers on daily yeah. basis honestly uh, our engineering team they are super open about that and we take a look and discuss all the suggestions from the customers and we've built a lot of things that has been requested from the customers what are some other things that you've built based on customer feedback uh, for example we're working on it will be uh, available soon it's uh, on our roadmap we're working on the multi-site option that it will uh, make agencies uh, work more easy uh, we've also like uh, added uh, tag management so they can add tags to their website so if they're managing for example 60 70 websites they can easily filter through the tags we've done that as well uh, and we've uh, been optimizing our product uh, our image optimization service our plugins uh, with all the requests from the customers awesome that's great to hear it's refreshing to hear that you are open to customer feedback and you're constantly trying to improve your product based on what your customers are telling you so that's really good to hear absolutely Thank you. I, I think it's very important because we're trying to provide a high quality service and when you're providing something that your customer requests it's a great feature and also sometimes customer can request something that you being inside of the company maybe thought nobody will be interested in but you see that customers are interested in you um, start building that awesome well Arex it's been so great getting to talk to you and chat with you today what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they want more information of on some things you mentioned today or about TinWeb? They can easily contact me via email. It's my name, rx at tenweb.io. They can also contact me on LinkedIn and uh, on our Facebook group as well. Okay, perfect. And that email is a-r-a-k-s at tenweb.io. Yeah, exactly. Okay, perfect. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciated it. And I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you for having me. It was a very nice chat. Awesome. Well, you have a good one. Thanks. You too. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the B2B Sales Tech Podcast. If you love what you heard, be sure to head back to morgandwilliams.com and go over to the podcast page for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on the next value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and make sure to take action.